0: It's going to sound so fucked up. I honestly think there are a lot of white people out there who are just moonlighting in the black community and aren't authentic allies.
1: That's why I said. Like, are you the person that... And I'm glad you brought that up because I said, are you the person that listens to hip-hop music, but as soon as shit hits the fan, you're like, I ain't supporting y'all.
0: Peace. Welcome to Unprovoked Tangents, the podcast.
1: Where our topics have a focus, but our our tangents tangents don't. don't. Tune in weekly as we discuss... Life, love, fashion,
0: politics, and
1: so much more.
0: Okay, well yes. we're back. What for another episode?
1: Oh Of my. the Jen
0: and Danny show. Ba, 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 ba. <laughs> or the Danny and Danny show. Oh no, or the Danny. We're in the air of twenty twenty. It's going to be Jen and Danny. Or the Jen and Jen show. The Danny and Jen. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Dan and Jen. Speaking of yes, you know what my Snapple fact is? Oh my Tell god. Me. My Snapple fact, a tune
1: like a that musical gets tune.
0: stuck into your head. It's called an earworm.
1: Oh, mm. is it? Well, That's I heard with name. Snapple facts.
0: Some of them are not you facts. Have to,
1: some of them are not facts. Oh, my
0: God. So you I, have to go. I don't See, believe it's that. trying to
1: drive you to the website no. to find out if that is true. Nope. I heard an earworm is something different.
0: Nope.
1: That's what it is? I think it is. I'm going to say
0: No. I'm going to say
1: facts. I'm going to say erroneous. I
0: feel like when they come up in a room in a Snapple meeting at headquarters, they should s- only speak in Snapple facts.
1: Oh, shit. That would be the dopest like, meeting In today's ever.
0: meeting, we're going to figure out how we can be better at marketing. Snapple fact. When you address. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, question for you, home mm-hmm. skillet. Uh-oh. Boom, boom, boom. How do you identify yourself? If someone walked into the room like, tell me who Danny is, in a nutshell. Mm.
0: I do eat my nuts without shells. True.
1: You're not a chipmunk.
0: Oh, right now, somebody would be like, pause. Yeah. But we can get back to that. Yo, he'd be like, yo, Danny, pause. (laughs) Talking about them eating them nuts. Eating them nuts. Yeah, I'm talking about my cashews, my brother. Yes. My pecans. Uh, walnuts. Met.
1: Well, you know, we're about to step up in the world, so we should hit them with macadamians.
0: Ooh, we got some macadamians. That's juicy, man. Yo, Danny, <laughs> I said pause. That's number two, son. Uh, come back to that. Eventually. Shout out to Flock. <laughs> anyway, how do I identify myself? So See? if
1: I say like, hey, tell me about yourself, Danny. I'm mm. on a first date with you. Mm. Tell me about, who who is Danny? What, who, what should I know? Give me a bullet point version.
0: If you were on a first date with me, you slammed me with that shit, I Yee! might be like, yo, really? I'm out. What kind of question is this? Are we in 12th grade? Yeah. Are we, in, we
1: in, You know, we in, do you like me? Yes or no, yeah, check like the box. You want to
0: you write it on a note and then send it to me? <laughs> um, no, I think um, it's, a, it's a good question. I know that through my years, mm-hmm. I've, I've identified or, or... Evolved. Evolved. Yeah. it's a good one. Uh, I think evolution is important. People should be given more credit to be able to evolve um, as they grow. I think that we don't value wisdom. Mm-hmm. Um, much in the society. So, like, even people who were, could have been slightly prejudiced or or prejudiced, I'm not talking about racist because that's different. That, in, right. that incorporates power. But people who are reg- racist, I'm, I'm sorry, prejudiced or bigoted or whatever, or come up or grow up with certain beliefs, I feel like they can evolve. They can get woke, quote-unquote. Right. So me... Only uh, if
1: they feel empowered to overturn their ignorance. Because yeah. ignorance is, gets labeled as something like you're purposely being, some people are purposely being ignorant. But yeah. ignorance is really just like, you don't know better.
0: Ignorance is lack of knowledge.
1: Exactly. Yes. Exactly.
0: So, um, how do I identify? I've never struggled with how I identify.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, what's interesting, I've always, I know who I am. I, so, I'm a first generation American. My, my father came in when he was 13 from Cuba. Cuba. Uh, Cuba. Shout out to
1: Cuba. How about um, a nice, Camila Cabello.
0: <laughs> Why are you left off Fidel? Uh-oh.
1: Oh. Oh, people going to
0: be like, oh, he's a Bernie and Fidel, and they, they like to talk together.
1: We need to talk about him on the politics. Yeah. Imagine if Fidel was in the era of coronavirus.
0: Uh, so he would <laughs> shut that shit down. <laughs> I mean, they have great health it's system in Cuba, so he'd be like, that shit ain't coming here. Right, exactly. He's like, we're an island. And Trump would be like, yes, they're an island surrounded by water. Big, big water. Big, <laughs> big Big water. Big water. Big water, great big water. So my dad is from Cuba, Um, came here when he was 13. My mom, I mean, we honestly uh, would consider her Israeli at this point. I mean, yes, uh, her birth certificate says Germany, but we don't consider that. Her ancestry prior to Israel was Polish, so Mm -hmm. my mom was Eastern European, we can say, ancestry. My father, his ancestry is from Turkey. So my father's family, they were Mm Ladino, so it's like Latino, but with a D. So it's L A D I N O, yeah. So Ladinos are people, usually of Sephardic Jewish ancestry, Mm -hmm. who speak a certain dialect that emigrated to the Turkish Greek area, okay, um, and other parts in in North Africa as well as the Mediterranean. Oh,
1: you African? Yep. Oh shit! But from Spain. So which? So back to this too. I yeah. know, I feel like this is a Spanish Inquisition. No, damn not in that, shit. Oh, cultural oh. appropriation. That's not right. Uh-huh. Um, so, which side do you identify with more? Because I, I always feel like, because I'm, you I know, have, my mom's from the South. Yeah. She's biracial, right? Mm-hmm. In the sense that both of her parents are biracial. My great grandfather was Irish and on my on my grandmother's side. And so she's biracial. She grew up in the South, she yep. grew up in a very rural Southern area in North Carolina. yep. My father is straight up Kingston, Jamaica. Jamaica! Yeah. Actually, Jamaica, 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 you know, all, all that stuff. And he came here when he was 18 years old That's for quote unquote, a better life. Did he play soccer? He did not. He did not. That's
0: why he had to leave. They're like, yo, get the fuck out of Jamaica.
1: <laughs> cool runnings. No. <laughs> they're,
0: like, they're like, this boy can't play no soccer.
1: <laughs> cool runnings. I swear to God, if someone tells me if another person, mm-hmm. no offense.
0: Caucasian people. If, if another the, white person, <laughs> yo, white people, yo, white people, stop telling up. me if
1: you're Jamaican. Have you seen Cool Runnings? I have not seen Cool Runnings, and we have.
0: Why haven't you seen Cool Runnings? <laughs> <laughs> First of all, it was John Candy. No, mm,
1: just kidding.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Another white savior comes to bring the. But it was based on a true story. That's why Wasn't I Maliki saw
1: Yoba it. Wasn't
0: in this? That's a good question. I
1: think he was. I
0: think he was, but yeah. he's not Jamaican, is he? Hmm. No. are you Jamaican?
1: Call us. <laughs> We're
0: Malik say Yoba, like, paging Malik Yoba. Are you Jamaican? No? Call okay. us back.
1: Hit us, up, hit us, slide in our DMs.
0: Yes, hit us up on unprovoked underscore uh, tangents, underscore tangents at, on Instagram. <laughs> all right, Malik. All right. Yeah,
1: tell us if you're Jamaican or not. And if yes. so, how much?
0: That's all we want to know, Malik.
1: Yeah, we don't know anything else.
0: Mr. Yoba. Yes.
1: Shout out to New York Undercover.
0: Oh, shout out. Because that was like
1: one of the, that was one of like the early television shows in the 90s that literally had minorities leading the show. Malik Mm Yoba and his partner, which Mm. I'm forgetting his name. Why are you forgetting his name? It's tough. Mm. And then the female detective, which by the way, I saw on the, she always takes the subway and I always run into her. And I'm like, yo, but I don't want to make eye contact with her. I'd be like, oh my God you're going to cover you know i just i just just like you know what you just want to ride the train i get it we're not going to shout you out just like i saw keanu reeves on the train i'm not going to shout him out
0: i mean yeah i mean it's new york that's the thing we live here i see people all the time celebrities on the train yeah uh, you never want to
1: shout them out but, yeah, like, my But it's mom, Michael
0: Lorenzo, by the way. Michael Lorenzo, Call us. Um, hold on. Michael Lorenzo. <laughs> for those of you who don't know, he was the fun fact. Uh, Hispanic man on New York Undercover. He was. He was also in many videos.
1: I was going to say that. Yes. Wait, wasn't he also in Michael Jackson Beat It?
0: That's a good point. I think you're right. I'm not going to put money on that.
1: Which, by the way, total fun fact. So when I was growing up, and I should have mentioned this in our childhood episode, but my brother and I got in trouble one time. And my mom forced us to record Beat It. Yeah. My mom was like, I'm sick and tired of your shit, kids. You know, whatever. She's like, either I'm going to ground you or you guys are going to have to watch and record Beat It. And I want you guys to dance, perform the knife scene.
0: Mmm. Did she tie your hands together?
1: No. So what we had to do... No, she didn't. So That would have to... been
0: fucking cool. I know. And we had just... to do that whole dance?
1: So this is what we did, right? Well, we did the dance, but I was like, Keith... You know, because we were just like random kids, whatever.
0: First like, of all, you weren't random kids. If your mom, who sounds pretty cool, she's so she's cool. like, "You guys want to fight? Were well, you gonna fight like beat it?"
1: <laughs> that's how. Imagine, imagine if we could serve, solve all of our world problems. Like y'all want to fight yeah. over here in Iraq? Please do it to beat it and use butter knives. And that's what we did. We used butter knives, which was a really interesting thing. And that's hmm. how we did the knife
0: fight. I mean, you can still get hurt with a butter knife. You could take somebody's eye out.
1: I mean, by the way, that
0: was a thing growing up. You could take somebody's eye out with everything. Exactly. That was literally the one. Like, eye- you can't fall over there with your elbow. You can take somebody's eye out. I'm like, huh? What?
1: what? Yeah. You-? you could take someone's eye out with a number two pencil. Which, yes. by the way, Ooh. I asked. So there's a number two pencil. Were there, I were get there a s- lot of
0: kids losing their eyes, like in my mom's and your parents' days? No. Because that's like the biggest one. Don't stop. You're going to lose your eye. Stop Stop running around with the. With the, the,
1: the Where are you losing an eye? <laughs> It's always gonna be in the socket.
0: Well, don't sit too close to the TV. Oh yeah,
1: because you're gonna get radiation and then cancer. Yes. I got that one. But anyway,
0: back to your your dad being Jamaican. So he comes here. So he
1: comes here when he's eighteen. Because we're
0: definitely a tangent free now. Go. We
1: are tangent free. Tangent free zone. Um, and he comes from Jamaica, mm-hmm. right? And you know, growing up, he didn't have an accent. He lost his Jamaican accent. But he was very much about immersing himself into the American culture to the point where I truly think that I didn't have a firm understanding of what the Jamaican culture was mm. because I didn't have someone in the home that was telling me what the traditions of the Jamaican culture was. I actually had to learn it from my Jamaican friends who both parents were both Jamaican. And then she, I She wrote, just
0: used the word whom. Whom. H O M. W-H-O-M.
1: Ooh, fancy. Yes go ahead. Yeah, so I had to learn what it was like to be a half Jamaican woman from my Jamaican friends and mm. not my own damn father because literally not to say that he denounced Jamaica, but when he's like, "When I left, I'm not going back."
0: So my Cuban father yes is uh same in a sense where same in a sense where that's the that was the sentiment of that generation. Right. Like I'm American. I came here, they took me. I'm an immigrant. I'm here to be the best American I can be. Right.
1: Pay taxes, yes. contribute. Blah, so, blah. so
0: with Cuba though, when people left and they were um, fleeing from Castro, these these immigrants became like these super patriots, like mm. to an extent where everything has to be about patriotism and loving this country. So, a lot of them have become like conservative Republicans too, because they feel like those are the patriotic party, parties. Uh, the Democrats are the ones who challenge the government too much. Right. Um, so, it's very interesting that that's why there's this huge. Cubans for Trump um, in Miami. um, I didn't know that. Yeah, so that's why there's a lot of immigrants from certain regions of the world who are very pro-Trump because they came here or their parents came here uh, and they're like, it'd be unpatriotic to challenge or question the government.
1: Which is so, which is very interesting to me, like, and to your point too, earlier. So I, not to say that I was sheltered by any chance, but I think when you are able to work with other people and engage with everybody you see the world differently through their eyes so for example like I had an intern that worked with me and she was Mexican and she was like I was like oh can we go out on Friday she was like no I can't and I said why she's like I can't go out on any Fridays and so I was she like, was Jewish yes and she was
0: religious yeah. yes
1: and I was like there are Jewish Mexicans and she's yeah. like there's a huge, huge population. population in Mexico City and I was like, What? And it blew my mind. I'm going
0: to blow your mind even more, and you can Google this off-topic. Fun fact, uh, you can go to different Caribbean nations, Mm -hmm. as well as north of South America and as well in Mexico, and there are old synagogues that have been around since, like, the 1600s. Shut up. Yeah, so when I went to even Barbados, I do this a lot. Whenever I go to a new country, the first thing I do is Google, what's the oldest synagogue in this country? And I go. And this, there, was, cool. there was, there was like, an old Sephardic synagogue in Barbados. What? And it's, yeah, because they came over with Columbus. They came over with, like, the slave trade as well. So
1: are they, are the people that attend that synagogue, like, what? From
0: Barbados. They're Barbadian. Or, they're Bayesian, actually. That's Bayesian, it, Bayesian yes. and they're Jewish. Wow. So, yeah. Blows crazy.
1: my mind, man. Yep. Blows my mind. So,
0: okay. Yeah. to round it up, my identity, I have always identified as, with a firm understanding that I'm a Jewish American. Okay. Because I'm in a first generation American.
1: Amen. Um, on both sides. On yeah. both sides.
0: Right. Um, and I also feel how I identify and put myself out in the world is completely different. Because mm. I think that so? self identity, usually you check off certain boxes. You know, so like, um, what your nationality or nation of origin is, what your ancestry is, what your religion is. What's your gender? What's your gender? What is your... your, uh...
1: Social and economic background.
0: Exactly. So there's a lot of things that I feel like put me to quote, who am I? And I think Mm -hmm. the answer to that question is I understand appearance-wise, regardless that I'm a Hispanic Jewish ancestry, Mm -hmm. um, at face value, I also understand that there's how I... Feel internally and who I identify with, mm-hmm. but also who I uh, present. Present, yeah. And I present as a white male. Correct. I present as a white cis male. Yes, yeah, exactly. um, Internally and how I know mm-hmm. I who I am is I'm a Hispanic. I'm a white Hispanic, mm-hmm. uh, Jewish white Hispanic, uh, straight male who goes and uses the pronouns he, he him, he him.
1: Yep.
0: So so that's who I am. In a nutshell. In that's, a
1: nutshell. That's 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 your bumble. That's your bumble list right there. Oh my god, imagine. Oh that's, my god. So
0: so Jen. So
1: many, so many swipe rights. We know
0: that your dad was Jamaican and you come yes. from a German mix on your mother's side. So
1: Irish, so Irish side. Yeah. So my great grandfather was Irish. Which is so interesting because he married a black woman. Mm-hmm. So my grandmother was born in nineteen twenty seven. Something
0: like that. And to the Patreon listeners, I know you had that behind-the-scenes uh, content um, where well, we talked about Jen's grandma. We did. She's definitely a ball of fire. She we is. She's so
1: hood. Yeah. If I bring her on the show, we're going to have to have multiple, like, censor bleeps because she does curse. She, she little- only
0: drinks hypnotic and Tennessee. <laughs> oh, my
1: God. Hypnotic.
0: Remember no. that? Oh, my, oh God. my God.
1: I was like, I always looked at the color. I'm like, this doesn't look right.
0: I loved it. Did be- you really? Yeah, because I used to do a lot of events with the uh, people from Hypnotic, and the, the blue was such a perfect branding color for, yes. for uh, the but brand. What kind of
1: coloring was that? That can't be healthy for you. I mean,
0: is the coloring on M and healthy? True. No. So, no. but, but liquor is fine. Liquor, liquor.
1: Liquor, 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 liquor. So yeah. So my mom is biracial. My mm-hmm. dad's Jamaican, and but I always like my dad was very interesting in the way that he would say that he's Jamaican. It was like, I'm a, I'm Jamaican and something else. Yep. And I'm like, Dad, did you get the Carfax on that? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, he's like, I'm Jamaican, but we have Costa Rican mm. blood in us. And I said, from who, Sway? Like, how, Sway? Like, where did where did it stem back from? He's like, I don't know, your aunt told me. And I'm like, but, and then- maybe there's facts there. Maybe but. there's facts there. But I took what my dad used to say as complete truth hmm Right? Especially when you're young. You just like, your, when your parents say stuff, you're like, all right. so." Sure. So I used to then, when I was much younger, say that I am black, Jamaican, and Costa Rican.
0: Wow. And, that would, and people would be like, that's where you get your hair from.
1: Exactly. I knew Ex- it. Exactly. <laughs> but then it was like, oh, you're a tika. Because a tika is like a woman. Costa Rican woman means oh. tika. And I was like, yeah, sure. Did whatever. you
0: used to do the song, I'm a little tika? Sh- sure. Oh, That's no. the wrong song.
1: Well, to that point, <laughs> that should song. be a song. It should be a song. It was my song, but everybody
0: out there's like, "What the? Isn't he singing teapot?" teapot. I'm like, "No, I was, I'm a little tika. Relax."
1: Tika okay? short and spout. So as I identify my, myself is because you know we're on these lovely mics, mm-hmm.
0: right?
1: Obviously, we have a website, people can see what I look like, but I'm pretty sure people close their eyes and be like,
0: "Is she not black?" Oh, because the way you sound? Because
1: she doesn't sound I mean,
0: black. Do you know how many? Oh, God. And then on dig, top of dig, that, dig. And
1: then on top of that, my name is Jennifer Nicole Myers. Mm. So I don't sound black. My name doesn't connote that I am of African-American descent.
0: I mean, Myers to me, I would have. be Jewish. No. So people say that, that, that it's Jewish. Not spelled the way oh, you Oh, I do it.
1: spell it. In yeah. yeah. Well, so, it's all from Myers Room, which, by the way, Myers Room, call me because if we have any lineage to you, you owe, me, you owe my
0: ass a check. Just say <laughs> <laughs> I, I got you. I feel it. Um, but like... it was
1: very hard. But I would definitely say, like, I went to mostly white predominant schools. I went to private school all throughout mm. my life. St. Boniface went from St. Boniface to St. Chris, went from St. Chris to Holy Trinity, and then even went to a Catholic college, St. John's University.
0: So you were the only one in the room?
1: Nine times out of ten, it would be like a handful. We were like a couple sprinkles, right? But Did I would. Did you almost, have
0: moments in your classes where there'd be a topic that your teacher'd be like, Jen, what do you think?
1: Oh, we'd <laughs> even touch slavery. We'd we even touch slavery whatsoever. Oh my God. They would well, like brush. They, they would like press brush past it. Like, let's talk about American history. Yes. Um, George Washington. Then there was Abraham Lincoln. Then there was the Emancipation and. So and, 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 the 60s and, happened. And Abraham like, Lincoln's
0: freed the slaves and thank you, we're on to the next subject. So right. Let's You're talk like, about reconstruction now. Exactly. Like, huh? You're what?
1: like, wait, what happened? Now yeah. we're talking about architecture. What happened here?
0: I think the number is something only 11 schools in the United States are required to even teach about slavery. or am sure like that.
1: That's, that's, a, that's sadness because yep. that's actually... Sadly
0: enough, that's part of our history. Yes,
1: it is. It's 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 very prevalent. And it's actually the history
0: that is important to learn because history, people always try and pretend to tell you, you have to learn the history so we don't, we, we don't we repeat, repeat it. it again. But history more so often is taught about from a propaganda standpoint of, oh, let's celebrate the wars. and Let's okay. talk about why we should love the country we live in no matter what country it is. That's the history you're learning. It's that, they're not teaching you about the social part of our history. Exactly. They're teaching you about, like... This is how we become patriots. Exactly. We won a war. We won a war. Oh, wait. There was another war we won. Oh, guess what? What? There was another war we won. We are the best army in the world.
1: Yeah. We're the best.
0: We're the best.
1: We're the best. best. DJ Khaled. But I really felt like, especially growing up and mostly being around Caucasians, white, American people... And being like You don't have s- to be
0: politically correct and say know, Caucasians. Nobody we says got, that. We
1: got, okay. There's
0: no white people out there saying I'm Caucasian. Like that's something that came out when people started saying African American. Like, oh
1: okay. You know, so like, they're like, let's spread the wealth of all yeah.
0: Like of, of I don't even country. like to use the word African American. I know some people are like, well like black. I just She's well, black black. Because African American, I'm sorry, like that that you're bun- you're trying to put everybody into a bubble that they don't fit in. Yeah. Like if somebody comes here tomorrow and they're from Nigeria and they live here and they live here ten years, guess what? They're not African-American. They're black. Yeah. Exactly. So stop the bullshit. Or they're just African. Or they're Nigerian. How about that? Yeah, just
1: call them where they're from.
0: Africa's not a country. Facts. No,
1: exactly. So to that point, like, I struggled a lot with just blatantly saying, I'm African-American and Mm. proud, Yep. right? Because in high school, they were like... Well,
0: you know the song is much easier just to say, I'm black and I'm proud. Exactly. You could be like, it's a whole mouthful of, I'm African-American, I'm proud. And people are like, that's not how this song goes. <laughs> say it loud. I'm African-American and I'm proud. No. Yeah, it's a no, lot. honey. It's a no, honey. Honey. It's like, <laughs> honey,
1: no, honey. James
0: Brown wants you to say, say it loud. Yeah.
1: I'm black and I'm proud. Exactly. Although he used a lot of relaxers back in his day. So if, mean, you're gonna hey, be, if you're going to be black and proud, where are you It
0: helped him relax that, when he was on that <laughs> dance floor.
1: He was sweating up a storm. Ooh, he was good. He was good.
0: Rest in peace, James Brown. I
1: love him so much. Um, but yeah, I always struggle because I never would say, I'm just black. Mm. I'd be like, I'm black, but I have a little biracial, you, but I got a little bit of Costa Rican. So you it's feel almost like, you like, had like I needed soften to soften it. I had to soften it. Yeah. But it wasn't like they were putting the constraints on me to soften it. I just felt it's, like I needed to be accepted. So therefore, I'm gonna say yep. I'm all of these things. Yep. And I, that was tough for me. And I honestly was like, I'm just P, and, P, and the way that I look, people are like, well, the, your facial features don't really, you know, skew as a typical African-American. And, and then I ask people, I'm like, so what are the facial mm.
0: features? The stuff we saw in the textbooks.
1: Right. You know, the, like the, the
0: nose The, 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 the bone lips. in the nose. And, yeah. And yeah. all
1: this other stuff, blah, blah, blah. So it's funny that when people say, like, you don't look like a typical black bro, nor do you sound like one. Yeah. And you're just like... Mm, now you need to open up your world, mama.
0: Well, I mean, pe- people can um, more easily, and this has to do with being prejudice or implicit Spine bias woke. or... No, just like you grow up with a certain level of implicit bias or xenophobia where you feel like you only know who you're around. So white Correct. people who are only around white people um, and can quickly and easily identify members of their own family by different facial characteristics and, and stuff like that, as well as other people. Oh, they have red hair. Oh, they have... You know, freckles, oh, they have big ears, oh, they have this. The minute you bring other races into that, most of these people who aren't experienced with other races will yeah. say stuff like, all Asian people look alike, all black people like." Mm-hmm. Um, exactly. Or, or um, Asian to them is just Chinese. And like you've traveled throughout the United States. If you're Spanish and or and you're from the southeast, like Florida and stuff like Georgia, mm-hmm. then you're Cuban. Like a lot of people are like, are you Cuban? Are you Cuban? Uh, and the same goes for New York. That doesn't happen as much anymore. but if,
1: Are you Puerto Rican or Dominican correct. if you're in New York? And yeah. if you're in
0: L.A. or the West Coast or anywhere else in the country. Or are you Mexican? That's it. Right. So once you say, no, I'm El Salvadoran, literally they'll be like, um, hmm? Uh,
1: what? Are you, I'm Guatemalan.
0: They'll say same thing. Yeah. You still eat tacos. Right. You know those? So, right.
1: You're like, ugh, racist. Yeah. That's racist.
0: Yeah. I mean, but the same thing if you were to say, no, no, no I'm from the Caribbean. People literally... Like they blow their mind. They can't even name three or four countries. No, not at all. Shout out again. Jen and I are both from Queens, the most racially diverse, if it was its own city. Yes. Place in the United States with the most languages spoken as well as the most cuisines. So if you haven't been to Queens, get your ass over there. Us eat to Queens some fucking food. We have it all. In we
1: Queens. have it all. But as far as like what I identify as, I am black woman. Mm-hmm and unmarried because now that's a new check 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 that's a new check single like and let me pause for a second with that too like i'm at the doctor's office pardon my french why the fuck does it matter if i'm single married or widowed you know what i mean like why must that be a check
0: on. Yeah, I don't understand that either. Why does
1: my doctor need to know if I'm single?
0: I don't know. Yeah, this, <laughs> but, I agree. Just,
1: just be like, I'm a human being. Here's the year. Here's my case of emergency. If the case of emergency person just happens to be my husband, it's my husband. Yeah,
0: I don't get that. I or my case of that. emergency is my brother. Like, keep it up. We're done.
1: Right. Why must you know if I'm like yeah, single, I don't divorced, get widowed? I don't get that. I never understood that. Like, why must you know that? Does that, does that change my physicality if yeah. I'm married versus if I'm single?
0: No. Have you... Mm. Ever had? This? I also had
1: that. I also had that happen to me on job applications, which I thought was so dumb.
0: Have you ever had a question from a doctor? Unless
1: like, it's for benefits. When they anyway.
0: ask you about sex, and I then, say yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> they say, "Have you had sex uh, with a?" For me, as a guy, they'll ask the in sex the last question. year. No, they'll just say, uh, "Yeah, Are in you the last, sexually last year." Active? Are you sexually active? Yeah. Usually, that's how it starts, and then yeah, they yeah. say, "In the last year," and then they say, "Unprotected," and then they say, "With a man."
1: Yeah, that's a new question. Do they ask you that? No, no, like with a woman. No,
0: because there's no penetration, I guess.
1: I guess not. Yes. No. Um, but I so am so black, black woman, black, is single black woman, single black woman by choice, but definitely open mm. to. And I said, like, I want to be married and have kids, but I'm just a single black woman who is heterosexual, whose pronouns are she, her, and my biggest thing, for, at least for this year. It's all about self-awareness. And yes, we are labeling ourselves as being these sort of different pronouns, different we're labeling ourselves behind our like cultural backgrounds and our genders. But because we're labeling ourselves as such doesn't necessarily mean that encapsulates exactly who we are as a whole. Well, there's it's there's, characteristics. Yeah.
0: But there's different identity characteristics yes. and it's definitely right. any different markers. So there's the generally accepted ones that we've been talking about. So right. the ones that are what you look like, what you, what your religion you are, you know, male, female, uh, trans, how you identify. Right.
1: Oh, adding to that too, because you said you're Jewish. I'm Christian, so mm-hmm. that's that's another thing too.
0: Yeah. But there's.
1: But more spiritual though.
0: I think as we move forward, the outliers of the stuff that truly define our identity are other things. Absolutely. For example, um, we talked about religion. That's one. That's not. Uh, outwardly visible to somebody right. seeing you. So there's the ones that are... You can see. You can see. Right. And then there's the ones, your political uh, stance, your right. religious stance, uh, your spiritual stance and where you are. Do you go to the gym? Are you a globetrotter? You know, there's yeah. things here that are like... All that, these
1: fun words that you put up on dating apps. Yeah, like, yeah. are you
0: a hedonist? Are you monogamous? Are you Are you into polyamory so I think that these are truly the characteristics that define and help you tick on a daily basis do you like to read books are you a dog person are you a cat person so I think that yes they're all the things you put on dating apps and but they're for a reason because you can see the quickness you can see the person's black or white hispanic Mm -hmm. asian okay Mm -hmm. yeah if you want to delve deeper and see the person's asian and see are they from china japan thailand vietnam so on different okay But I think that the other things that you really want to know if you click with somebody are oh, the stuff that are the hidden agendas or right. the hidden identities. But then you come into the territory, is this person projecting an image of who they really are? Mm. Uh, is this their social? Um, right,
1: because I think too, like people label themselves, but they don't really know the full definition. I'm a
0: world traveler, but I've like, been to one country. Right, like, That's, that doesn't
1: mean you're a world traveler. I've traveling. been to Tennessee.
0: You know, right, like, you Exactly.
1: Know, and it's all this like, we're in the era where like social media drives a lot of, we we use it as a platform to showcase who we are, whether that is authentic or inauthentic, right? So I have like, I follow people that I'm like, all right, I vibe with or I admire or they're friends of mine or whatever the case may be. But in the land of social media, especially Instagram, you're kind of like, that kind of looks a little fake deep to me. Yep. You know what I mean? Fake deep. It, fake deep. Got like, that?
0: Hashtag fake, fake deep.
1: Fake deep, you know? And they put up these quotes that I'm like, this means nothing. Yep. Hashtag fake deep, you know? And I'm like, who are you trying to portray on social media? And is that really who you are authentically? Like, for example, people be like, oh, self care. And you're in a tub with a little caddy and, you know, you're just like listening to music. But as soon as you've taken that photo, you're just like, all right, let me just put back on my big ass t shirt yep. and my sweats and we put my bonnet hat on. That's self-care. Why yeah. can't we sh- why can't we see that? And over the
0: past I think year we've seen some of these um, social media personalities um, self-destruct
1: mm-hmm.
0: because they realize they get they they can't keep putting either they can't keep putting on a fake front for it. people. Yeah, it's Sometimes a they've been caught out there. Uh, so it's they have these breakdowns because it's tough to to just continue a lie Correct. so much. Um, or well, you
1: have someone, like, I look at people like Lizzo's of the world, right, mm-hmm. that are like, I don't give a fuck, like, you know, and she's authentic, she is herself, she doesn't care, like, she will yep. walk around in a bikini, and she's like, yeah, you know, or walk wearing a thong at the at an NBA game, yep. you know, all that other stuff, and she's like, I'm just being me, and that's yeah. who it is, and I, 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 I F's with that so hard, but at the same time, is it too much? Yes. Is it too much all the time? And I I don't think Liz, I think Lizzo has a great balance of it, but I think I find other people that are like, I'm all of this, and I'm not this, and da 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 and you're like constantly screaming at me. I got it. I got the first 15 times you posted it. Tell me something else about yourself, or tell me something that I don't know beyond what you posted. But I'll
0: challenge that to an extent, um, because I feel like...
1: Because Lizzo has a perfect balance, I think. Well,
0: does she? I think she does. And here's my thing about... um, Lizzo or people with self-empowerment or...
1: That are promoting body positivity.
0: Or five years ago when people were pissed off at vegans and they're throwing it in everybody's face and now Lizzo's throwing this body positivity in everyone's face. Here's my thing about that is like, I think that people who are uncomfortable with their own identity Mm -hmm. and their own self-esteem, when others like Lizzo or vegans or or animal rights or activists, are always projecting on social media this is who they are this is actually their identity right people are haters they want to oh, jump yeah. out and come at them because they're like great why can't you just keep that to yourself shut up and dribble you know right so like like, like that one through yeah it in there. shut up um, and dribble lebron but, but, but at
1: the same time too it's like you know like and i use lizzo as an example because she just comes to my frontal lobe but at the same time it's like you know, people are like, "Oh, we love Lizzo. She just came up out of nowhere." And she corrected an interviewer, and she was like, "Nah, homie. Like, I've been doing this shit since I was fourteen. I was living in cars, yep. broke. Yep. I've been playing. I was a, I was a kid in school that was in the that was in band that played the flute. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, don't ha- get it twisted.
0: I mean, I have a, res- a lot of respect for Lizzo and what she's done musically. Right. Um, I think when we talk about identity. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes there's a gray line between what is identified as identity versus self esteem. So, self identity yes. versus self esteem. Yeah. I think Lizzo has an amazing yeah. self esteem.
1: Yep. I think absolutely um,
0: if you had her in a room and you were talking to her, though, what does she identify as? For example,
1: right.
0: she's very body positive, loves her sexuality, and loves the person she portrays out.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That to me is self esteem. Now, okay. if you wanted to ask her, though, what do you see yourself as? Do you right. see yourself as a over oh. overweight woman? Right. Do you see yourself as a woman in shape? Mm-hmm. Um, that's, a, the, to me, the identity. And this is all in the psychological part of it. like right. You know, the identity versus est- est- self-esteem. So I think that that would be my question mm-hmm. um, because this is how we always get into situations where we see, as voyeurs, watching a celebrity life or an Instagram influencer, and right. we see them projecting this amazing self-esteem and this amazing life and then all of a sudden they have a breakdown and we don't understand it. Correct. And we're like, what do you mean? You're rich. You should be able to be happy all the time. You're right. this. And I think that the problem with like a Lizzo, if she was to have a breakdown, it, I think that a lot of people would not, would be confused about it because she projects a self-esteem image and they don't understand that self-esteem has nothing to do with self-identity.
1: No, not at all. And I think, you know, and we look at celebrities because we, we you know, either the celebrities that I resonate with the most are not, I always feel like they've been real from the beginning yep. all the way till now. Yep. And it's not like I will jump on the bandwagon with someone that's like brand, brand new. I got to do my research, right? I do my thing. So, like, you know, I appreciate actors like Leonardo DiCaprio. He's not one to be out here in these streets. He has an Instagram, and he's very much in the land of climate change. But all he posts about on his Instagram is climate change. He never posts about, I'm doing this movie role. I'm out with this model. I'm yep. doing this on the third, blah, 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 That's not, he's like, yo, I'm for this climate change. This is who I, this is who I am. This is what I'm passionate about. Yep. And, this, and this is the, pl- the platform in which I'm going to use to bring this out into the world. Now, going back to the whole thing about self-esteem and identity, I will fully, fully admit that loving myself, accepting myself, I've only recently done. Okay. Wholeheartedly. I'm 33 years old, and for a very long time, I struggled with accepting myself and loving myself and truly being comfortable with being all the things that I've listed. Being a black woman, what does that mean to me? being a heterosexual person what does that mean to me being a democrat what does that mean to me how do i move in the world because i think for me i let a lot of outside factors define who i was versus flipping that the other way around
0: and i mean it, it's a brilliant point jen honestly um
1: and it takes a lot of work
0: it does it does take it takes a, lot of, a work. lot
1: of introspection
0: but it, it, it's a catch-22 right because We have taught that we have to, since birth, since the first time we're going to school and we're checking off boxes, to put ourselves in boxes.
1: Right.
0: And then, uh, so we can, whether they're um, actual boxes that we're checking off on a form, or we go into a lunchroom cafeteria in elementary school and we self-segregate. I went to Mm -hmm. one of the most diverse high schools in New York City. Yeah. You walk into the cafeteria, it was like segregation 101. Like People literally (laughs) went to their own... Um, little sections. There was some... Um,
1: crossover. Crossover, <laughs>
0: but most of the times, people were in cliques, and those cliques were very racially segregated. Interesting. Um, so I think that people tend to segregate themselves based on their identity boxes. Right. I think the challenge is, like I say, it's a catch-22, is that to your exact point, it's it's actually genius that you, that you were... You, the way you articulated that. Sometimes the self... same way that we feel empowered to call ourselves a black woman, mm-hmm. a Jewish man... Uh, you know, a gay man. The same way we use those boxes to to put us into a, a category to feel proud, yeah. we also hurt ourselves on a self-esteem level because exactly. we don't maybe live up to what society deems that a strong black woman should be like.
1: Exactly. And
0: then you end up doing damage to your own esteem. And that's why there's a, a, there's a, a real clear wall. I call it the clear wall, mm-hmm. meaning it's...
1: You can see through you it. You can see through it yeah. between
0: self-identity and self-esteem because you can see... The challenges and sometimes you beat yourself up with that
1: right and i think what people need to understand is no matter what you could have someone that lists out the same exact things that you listed i am a cuban jewish american first generation and i'm heterosexual and all these different things but what makes up you and what makes up that other person is completely different the way you guys move in the world would be completely different and i feel like we are very much a society that is like black and white Yes. where there's so many different spectrums of what you are in the world. I think now it's just like if we label ourselves, just even going back to labeling, it's just like, yeah, this is who I'm presenting to the world. Yep. But at the same time, you're opening yourself up to like either people that are for it or yep. people that are against it, and it becomes a
0: battleground. But the labels become, it's funny you say that, the labels become not only a self-prison,
1: self-prison. it yeah. becomes
0: a situation where people... And that becomes, this since the beginning of time, labels are for others to quickly come up with their prejudice to be right. able to put you in a box.
1: Absolutely. So when
0: they ask you a question like you're at a party and you meet somebody or you're on a date, what's, oh, I, what's oh, one I of the first questions they What are you? Oh, I was going even like crazier. <laughs> what do you do?
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Why? I, they really are just asking how much do you make? Exactly. Do you, are you well well-paid? And that's all they want to. It's crazy. They ask questions to put you in a box.
1: Exactly. It's like, why do I have to yep. be anything? You know, like for example, and we talk about this gray spectrum zone, right? Yep. Like I'm, my side hustle is a yoga teacher. I love yoga. Yep. I love it.
0: No, but like seriously, let's. I want to stop the identity thing because it makes yeah. me think of what made me who I am today. Yeah. Because it's, it's not the you. stuff you can see. It's not the stuff. It's I, look. People bu- bug me because, like, since the beginning, my cousins, you know, family, people, friends, they make fun of me because I'm a social justice warrior. Right.
1: Well, can I ask you this, too? Yes. And this is not to me to be an insult at all.
0: Ooh, that means it is going to be an insult. <laughs> That's like <laughs> <not> when <what> somebody <laughs> says. Um, not to be racist. Or to be honest. Okay. But do
1: you feel like some people are like, yeah, you're white, but, like, you're a cool white guy. You're, you're, like, you're like a black white guy. Do you get the black card?
0: Oh, my God. <sighs>
1: I'm asking you that because Jen, okay, I I got to know.
0: I literally when I was gonna do this podcast on my own, yeah. I was gonna call it Black Card because of that.
1: Right. I could you got talk the an, I
0: could talk an hour for that. Yes. Yeah. So it's funny how you said people will hear you at whatever and they are like, Oh, they thought you were white. I get the opposite. I think on the phone I always
1: say that you're a white guy with flavour. Yeah, but like in if we go to the cookout. You're not. I definitely the,
0: have the pasta to cook out. I got all of that. Don't yeah, want, you're not
1: bringing, like, you know, I, potato I a, salad no. with cranberry. No, you're no. You're bringing potato salad with... My shit with, got
0: flavor. Exactly. Yeah, yeah.
1: Paprika and chives. Uh,
0: paprika and chives. <laughs> and a little bit of garlic up in that bitch. <laughs> anyway. Um, no, real talk. Yeah. Like.
1: Oh, here you go, real I know. talk.
0: <laughs> real talk. Keep it 100. Um, no, I... I I've, forever, since the beginning of my... Memory, I've always had the black card, quote okay. unquote. And you I was given
1: the black card, I was by given many it in people. an
0: early stage. Um, I think it came on my birth certificate when I was born. <laughs> um, but <laughs> I, I, I actually yeah. and I used to wear it with a badge of honor. This is I- ironic, this is, could be an hour long show just on the black card, which right. we should revisit. We will
1: but talk I used it. to not
0: wear it as a like, I thought it was great, I thought it was a like, cool, not because I felt like I was um acting off front, fronting, you know, yeah, that's an old term, fronting. I
1: was just fronting.
0: But I felt yeah. like, because it was like, cool, I'm recognized as being authentic that I actually care. Right. That I'm an ally. And that's what, what I think the definition of the cookout, the definition of being invited to the cookout or artists, yeah. is that you're seen as an ally. Um, but I, you
1: are also the person, which I, I, I and I know you well, you're also the person that's like, yeah, I like hip hop music, but I'm also at the protest if yes. something happens yes. in a neighborhood that is racially bias or racially,
0: yes. you know. See, that's the thing. I think centered. a lot of that's why I'm like, I'm almost anti black card now. Mm. And and this is the reason. Um I think that I mean, it just happened with Joe Biden. Didn't, um, what's his name, just call Joe Biden? Like, oh, he, he's like an honorary black man or something like that. Who? Like, oh, Cory Booker? No, no. Yeah, it was it was something. Because
1: Cory Booker and Kamala Harris both endorsed him.
0: Yes, no, it was at a rally and some, I forget the guy's name, and he was like, Joe Biden is an honorary black man. I wanted to get, I got so angry. Because forever, this has been a way to justify um, look, I grew up in, in, in the hip-hop era where in wh- white people said the N-word Yeah. if you had the card. Like, you didn't just walk around saying N-word. I'm talking right. about you said it in a way where you said, yo, what up, my, you know, in a say. I would never say that. I haven't said it in over a decade. Right. You know, now I understand that there's more to a word. But to the point of the black card, the reason I'm against it now is because I feel like it. this past gives people who are, it's going to sound so fucked up, I honestly think there are a lot of white people out there who are just moonlighting in the black community uh, and aren't authentic allies.
1: That's why I said, like, are you the person that and I'm glad you brought that up because I said, are you the person that listens to hip hop music? But as soon as shit hits the fan, you're like, I ain't supporting y'all.
0: Peace. Those are the people I want to punch in the fucking face. Right. That's Those the Those are the people, yo, know, I'm getting so heated right now. Those are the motherfucking white people, dead <laughs> ass who grow up. And they're right. like, yeah, I listen to rap music. <coughs> I listen to Tribe Called Quest. I listen to Diggable Planets. I listen to like, like Arrested Development. Like, oh, you mean all the pop shit? No, I listen to fucking Bo- Boogie Down Productions. I right. was listening to X Clan, to Intelligent Hoodlum. I was listening to 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 to, to real shit like Speak Onyx, on Public Enemy. I, and people are like, oh yeah, I listen to Public Enemy. No, I was listening to Public Enemy. For all of their albums, right. I didn't just jump in for Don't Believe the Hype and jump out. No, I was there, and I was listening to Fear of a Black Planet when all my white friends, who were hip-hop heads, moonlighting as hip-hop fans, mm. were like, oh, I'm not really into this now because it's too pro-black, and this and that. I'm like why? Because now they have a voice and right. they have an audience and you it makes you uncomfortable as a right. white man in this fucking world. Fuck you. Okay, you never were a hip hop fan. You you were just in it for the dancing. Oh, I the I don't like hip hop nowadays because the same motherfuckers will say I don't like hip hop nowadays because hip hop You know, I don't really identify what they're talking about. And and the beats aren't the same because your asses were just into club music. And you you called yourself a hip-hop fan because you was dancing in the club. Bullshit. I was there for Karis 1 and Boogie Down Productions. Dude had criminal-minded. Then he had By Uh. Any Means Necessary, which is Uh. the one everybody loved, right? But he didn't stop there. For me, edutainment. I remember I, white family members and white friends. They were like, "Oh, I didn't really like that album because he was talking about, you know." He's talking about real shit. Yeah, and like yeah,
1: like, and same thing with like can't. Oh, yeah. No, he, I get it. I get it. And this is and I love and I love that. where you brought up moonlighting, like
0: the moonlighting. moonlighting, you're on vacation in in like the black neighborhood in 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 black culture. Like that's it. Yeah, you're
1: you can't not be there. on vacation. No. You can't. You no. can't. I, and this is another thing too. And it's just like.
0: But I'm sorry because this, this just,
1: and it's not just, and it's not just white people in black cultures. It could be anyone. It could be anyone. Anyone.
0: But I'm getting angry because this, people then, based on my reaction right now, will say stuff like, which goes to the black card thing is like, oh, you're trying to be black.
1: Yeah, and that's not the case. And I'm like, no,
0: no, no, I'm not trying to be nothing. I'm trying to be me. I'm trying to be somebody who sees, like, it goes, there's so much, like, sorry, we could talk about this forever. There's so much that goes into it. It's, um, I, I can't, I can't. I'm just- but
1: I know, I know, I know. You're like, I'm gonna hold back. I'm a, I'm not hold back. Because like, your motherfuckers
0: kind of- is fake. You're fake, period. Point blank ain't the story. Done. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, don't be crazy.
1: <laughs> but no, it's true. But I think, again, in this world of identity, especially in the era of social media, and especially in the era where regular consumers are empowered to use their voice, like, I remember back in the day, like media reporters would tell us what to think. Yep. Now it's like, yo, we're recording shit on our video and people are reporting the is media reporting reported. on like we're their media is reporting on what we see. Yeah, we got this tape from an innocent bystander two seconds ago. Like we're the ones that are leading things, right? We're empowered. But don't use this point and this era of empowerment to be inauthentic. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I don't resonate like that. You know, like I said, I'm a yoga teacher, but and I meditate, and I'm all about centering and being introspective. But I can't say that I'm like a swami that's sitting on a rock for like 18 months out of the years trying to find my my point of focus. You know, I curse, and I am not a vegan. You know, I'm not in true form, but I take pieces of the yoga lessons and I apply it to myself.
0: Because you're... True to your own identity. You're exactly. not trying to fit in a box of what a yogi is supposed to be or a vegan's supposed to be or I right. can't.
1: Because it's it's a it's a part of my French, it's a mind fuck to be so many things at all times. It yes. really is. It really, really is. And that's again like checking of the box. You know, I work I worked in industries where it was majority males. So even to be a black an educated black woman is super, super hard right now, I would definitely say.
0: Yeah, I mean, um, but but it's crazy, like, like even, it's funny, you said, oh my God, you said I'm educated black woman, right? You, do you ever notice even in politics, right, when they're running the polls, they'll say stuff like, they'll have all these checkboxes. And right. they'll have, like, black voters, Hispanic voters, white voters, white educated voters. And I could be wrong, and if I'm wrong, hit me up on social media, uh, herringbone, uh, dot Souls on Instagram. S O L S. Tell me when you've seen something that says educated black voters. Like, I don't, they don't do that. It's no. only when they're talking about white America that they can differ, differentiate between educated versus non educated. Because right. is it because they, they lump all black people into non educated? So that it's okay. an anomaly when they're educated, which is which, which is, is so why you shitty. speak very well for a black person, right?
1: And it's funny because, like, and this is like, I haven't watched SNL in a very long time. Um, except for the episode that Eddie Murphy hosted, which was hysterical, but that was really good. It was super good, super super. But good. But I feel like he
0: should have pushed the envelope a little bit more.
1: I know he was playing. He his went eight too a little easy. Little he can play this safe. His eight. Um, but he's like, you know, I'm a dad of ten. You know. Yep. Whatever. Um, by the way, Boomerang still one of my favorite movies. Boomerang. Well, his high, first. My highly my, underrated. Yeah, Marcus, Marcus, darling. Um, but I would have to actually. To take a little pause in that motion, like Boomerang was dope in the sense that they showcase educated Black people running shit, like Robin Givens, yep. head of marketing, you know. Yep. Eartha Kitt led a whole brand, you know. Marcus, director of marketing, like everyone was I'm like, gonna, I'm gonna
0: blow your mind for a second because Chris Rock,
1: Chris Rock was in the mailroom, but you so know, I know we're on a, we're on. On a
0: tangent on that movie for a second, but yeah. let's talk about Black movies in general. Yeah. Another clue that. White people and moonlighting in the culture mm-hmm. is ask them how many black films they've seen. And I'm talking movies like
1: Boys in the Boomerang.
0: No, yeah. no, 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 oh. not those, because those watch they'll watch those as like voyeurs of like, yeah. yeah, it's expected for the black people to be gangbangers, so we'll watch Boys in the Hood, Men's Society, stuff right. like that. Right, right, no. Right. Did you see Soul Food? Did, right. did you see Harlem Nights Do oh, you watch these Harlem movies? Nights, yeah. You know, did, waiting to excel I've seen all these movies and it was you know I'm saying I have and there's a, a white friend of mine where uh, I forget what the movie that was coming out I'm just saying oh my god love and basketball yeah. so that movie was coming out white friend Great and I'm movie. like you want to go see it deadass the person did not want to see it because they didn't feel they would identify with the story because it's about black love black love and I'm like oh so now it's not about love there's a difference between white love and black love not not let me know
1: not, I mean there's a difference
0: between <laughs> cultural things right Oh, come on! I, I would say
1: I have dated in and around my race. Mm-hmm. The way I love a person is just the way I love the person. Amen. I don't say I don't say in my head, "Oh, I'm dating a black man, so I have to love
0: them differently." Like I take all the races.
1: Right, exactly. And now that I'm single, I'm like, okay, I'm 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 not gonna say picky. I've been a little bit more selective in yep. which who I'm yep. dating. If I do date out of my race. Again, which I probably most likely will, probably, mm-hmm. who knows, in a week, who knows. But to that point, I kind of feel like I can't just date a white man that doesn't.
0: I think that there's a difference when you date somebody in a different race because are they there? Are they fetishizing you? Oh, yes. And, oh, are, yes. And, or I
1: always just get, you're so pretty for a black man. Oh, girl. my God.
0: Then you, you should just fucking <sighs> smack the person in the face and run. Bye. Um, no, but are they fetishizing you, number one? But number two, white people. Mm-hmm. when dating outside of their race, will come up with the reason that they do of questioned is because they don't see color. Right. We're not going to touch on that now. We could talk about that for 12 hours. On the Because on the other side of the yeah. spectrum, if a black woman dates outside of her race mm-hmm. or a black man dates outside of his race, mm-hmm. and they asked, oh, you're dating a white girl? You're dating a white man? They'll never say, I don't see color. No. They're going to be like, Yeah. What's the problem? No. Because they do see color. Because you need to see color. Because if you don't see color, then you're not seeing the person.
1: Boom.
0: I can't deal with it. It's too I much. Get
1: it. I get it. So we I know touched. we're talking about
0: identity. But this is my identity, people. This is why I get angry. This is the bullshit.
1: Well, Um, like my father would say, you're not angry. You're just passionately speaking. But I think to your point, especially in the era of 2020, where we have so many labels, and the labels are just getting more and more extensive. Just because you check a box doesn't necessarily mean that you are fully in that box at all. Agreed. And you don't necessarily have to be, right? There's many things that shape who you are. Music, how you grew up, your social economic background, your education who you associate with as friends. There's so many things that shape you that being your gender, your race, your political background, your religion are only parts of that. But there's yep. so much more that makes up you in its entirety. Agreed.
0: Yes, I mean, we, we can't keep checking off a box and not understanding the box. Right. We, we can't expect to be put in a box or a label and then not truly understanding how that influences it and can evolve.
1: Right. Or you think like you have to like be one or the other. So I'm not a Republican. So it's like, hey, I'm not a Republican. So I guess I'm a Democrat.
0: Well, doesn't yeah. that go to the whole thing that the argument of people, can you be pro-black but not be anti-white? Yes, you 100% can. Right. So, um, and when you say Black Lives Matter, that doesn't mean you don't care about the other lives. Exactly. That means that you are focused you wanna- on one topic. <sighs> yeah, We
1: touched on a lot today.
0: We did touch on a lot. My I, We're going to end uh, on this point. Um, yes.
1: So. And, and
0: I think that we definitely broke down what identity means yeah. um, to us. And I,
1: again, if you guys have any additional comments, questions for us, you can always find us on our social channels. We would love to continue the conversation because obviously we touched on a lot of things to the point where it behoove us not to have a part two of this because it is multi-layered. And before we kind of come to our near close. Tradition, new tradition, new normal for us is to look at and dissect a word or a thing and
0: bury it. We're gonna bury a word again. Bury Bury a phrase, a word.
1: Excommunicated.
0: Goodbye, goodbye. Goodbye, oh, I Oh, just... uh, AOL, goodbye. Yeah. Goodbye, dead.
1: Oh,
0: God. All right, so what we're going to bury today mm-hmm. is a phrase that ir- irks and irritates both myself.
1: Well, it's two phrases, yes. but they're one and the same. One and the same. Yeah.
0: So the first phrase is, quote, to be honest, said in any way, shape, or form, usually be prefacing the next statement that they're about to say, to be honest, I, I usually go to the gym three times a week. To be honest, I really don't like Barbara. Right. Okay? What annoys us is quite evident. Mm -hmm. You didn't say to be honest before everything else we were talking about, so does that mean that everything else was a lie? It doesn't. It's just a figure of speech, and that figure of speech needs to get the fuck out of there.
1: Bye, Barry, done, you're dead.
0: The next sentence that goes with that is To tell you the truth. Oh.
1: Ooh, what are you saying? To tell you the truth. To tell
0: you the truth, Danny. Um, what, 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 I
1: really didn't like the shirt that you were wearing the other hmm, day. To thanks. tell you the truth. Hmm. Oh, okay. Thanks.
0: Thanks for your honesty, Jen. Right. Appreciate yeah, it.
1: To be honest. To
0: be honest. And uh, to really tell
1: you the truth. Yeah, great. Usually the follow-up statement is something that's going to probably hmm. not be so great. And on top of that, or, again...
0: Or it just means...
1: To be... To, to tell you the truth, he really wasn't that into you. Mm. I got, I, oh, girls, I used to get that. To tell you time. the truth,
0: I like your hair, Jen. You. Ooh, but so yesterday when you said you like my hair, were you not telling
1: the truth? Right, exactly. Mm. Yeah. Mm. It was a bleak day mm. in the hair in the hair category? Yeah. Probably. Probably. So that,
0: those two are dead. in one, are dead. Buried. To be honest. me To tell you the truth, and if you're ever on interviews, don't put that in your interview. I've to be honest. I've interviewed so many people who are like, to be honest, I really, you know, like working, blah, blah, blah. Stop it. It's stupid. Yeah. Dumb. it's stupid.
1: Hey guys, it's Jennifer. So, as part of our ground down moment, just wanted to spend about two or three minutes to just ground down, find a meditative space for yourself, and just feel your breath. Today we spoke about identity, and part of the identity energetic body is all relating to your root chakra which is your first chakra being at the base of the body and how you move through this world is all related to part of you being your foundation so sit up nice and tall and close your eyes lengthen through the crown of the head maybe you're sitting on the floor in a nice easy seat maybe you're extending your legs forward in your bed feeling the support of your back, and just breathing in deeply, deep inhales, deep exhales. And as you're breathing in, nice and slow, calm, cool, and collected, maybe you start to think about and recite to yourself and know for a fact that you are not just one thing You are not your hair, you are not your color, you are not your socioeconomic background. While these things may help others to identify you, understand that you are a multitude of things, a multitude of particles that are special, unique, extraordinary. No one is like you in the world. How can you be a vehicle for your own consciousness in every situation? How do you begin to or continue to accept yourself just as you are? And how do you begin to shape the world just by living in it and not being consumed by it? It's time to begin to let go of your limiting beliefs, the confines that once casted you. Maybe it's time to only strive and move in the world as yourself. And how do you foster a strong sense of identity, a strong sense of truth, even if that means being unpopular? And how do you stay true to yourself and how you move through the world, how you connect with people, how you engage, it all comes back to you, slowly deepening your inhales and exhales, coming back into the space, coming back into the body, coming back into your consciousness, and then when you're ready, open your eyes. I thank you for joining us for our wonderful episode of Unprovoked Tangents. I hope you have a wonderful experience moving through life as you and not anyone else. And just know that you have yourself, and that's all you need. Thank you, guys. Shalom. Namaste.
0: nam myoho kyo